Good evening and welcome to KSET's 9 at Night. I'm Patty Santos. Stephanie Jimenez is off tonight. We start with the rain some of us have been lucky enough to see and our chances are now rising. Meteorologist Adam Kasky has the latest on your forecast. Better rain chances on the way tomorrow and more coverage on the radar screen. Take a look at our KSAT 12 hour forecast early in the morning, 7 a.m. Pretty quiet, mostly cloudy, 76, a 10% chance then by noon, 20% chance. But as we get into the early afternoon, we boost that up to 40, maybe even 50% chance as we'll expect better coverage across South and Central Texas of widely separated downpours. Not everybody's going to get it. But those that do could see a quick one to two inches within some of the heaviest downpours. And if you miss out on Thursday, same odds Friday and Saturday. So cross your fingers as a result of the rain chances. High temperatures a little bit lower under 100 in the mid 90s, but it's back to triple digits next week. And a look at the weather happening just in time as we see three more districts return to the classroom. Tomorrow is the first day of school for Shirts, Cibolo Universal City ISD, Southside ISD, and Lytle ISD. Good luck to all of you. You can find a list of when other districts return to the class right now on KSET.com. We also want to get to the latest out of Uvalde. The shooting there has led to a push for security, accountability, and more information. But a judge out of Travis County ruled DPS can keep records regarding the mass shooting in Uvalde a secret for now. It is in response to a lawsuit State Senator Roland Gutierrez filed against the agency. The judge in the case says Gutierrez did not properly file his request under the Texas Public Information Act. Therefore, DPS did not have to fulfill it. Gutierrez says he disagrees, saying state police were looking for an excuse not to comply with his request. Uvalde CISD will get additional security during the new school year. Governor Greg Abbott announced 33 DPS officers will patrol the district's eight schools. The officers were requested by Uvalde Superintendent Hal Harrow. Governor Abbott says he hopes their presence will help parents, students and staff feel safer after Rob, the Rob Elementary shooting. Uvalde students start school on September 6th. Another case hitting the courtroom today and it all began when a garbage crew found the first clue in a murder case nearly two years ago. Rafael Castillo is accused of using an axe to dismember a woman. Castillo is out on bond at in his as his trial plays out. Investigators believe he killed Nicole Perry back in November of 2020. One public works employee told the jury what he found when he, when he went to pick up a trash bag on South WW White Road that day. When I ripped the bag open, I could see uh, it looked like a neck and then it had like a necklace. And he says another bag had bloody shoes with the nickname Nikki written on the sole. More witnesses are expected in this case, but Castillo's legal team says they plan to call their credibility into question. Well, today marks the third day military helicopters have flown over San Antonio. This time it happened while the sun was still out and an alert on social media went out just two hours before the daytime training began around noon. Some have voiced concerns about how this could impact people with PTSD. Dr. Harry Croft told us that warnings uh, to the community can make a big difference to veterans living with post-traumatic stress disorder. He says people with uh, PTSD 
PTSD can be irritated, angry, and hypervigilant when they hear simulated gunfire or low-flying helicopters. If someone you know becomes triggered, Dr. Croft suggests comforting them and reminding them that it will end. I understand it was on the police uh, Facebook page or what? Well, maybe people don't watch that or maybe people don't see the news until after it's over. The more warning people with PTSD have, the better off they're going to be and the less likely and less severe their symptoms will be. So the more you can do, the better. And training is set to continue overnight until 3 a.m. It is expected to last throughout the week. Well, it's already been quite a week for former President Donald Trump. The FBI serving a search warrant looking for classified documents at his Florida resort. And now taking the fifth during a deposition about the Trump Organization's dealings. Watch it all. Uh, watching it all are opposing political parties. Jesse de Goyado now with the potential benefits and liabilities from both uh, for both parties from a UTSA professor. Politically, the consequences of executing an FBI search warrant at former President Trump's Florida mansion could go either way, says political scientist John Taylor. I don't think it necessarily hurts the Democrats. I don't and ultimately, I'm not sure it necessarily helps the Republicans. But then again, he says the former president saw what it could do for his potential run in 2024. Now everybody has to support Trump. Now everybody has to come out publicly and actually strengthens Trump's hold on the Republican Party and strengthens his case to win the Republican nomination in 22. The downside, says Taylor, Donald Trump's mounting legal troubles fly in the face of a law and order image. This doesn't make him look good. It also doesn't make, make the Republicans look good. An opportunity, he says, for his potential challengers within the GOP. Maybe in their study somewhere or their bathroom somewhere, cheering when they saw that Trump's Mar-a-Lago mansion was being searched. Taylor says President Joe Biden and the Democratic Party likely had the same reaction. The Republicans are, are viewed as being in disarray, that they now have an issue to run on. The drawback, he says, the former president and his base are capitalizing on what should be a negative. You're seeing fundraising already taking place on the part of Trump and his political action committee, saying that we've got to stop the, the, the radical Democrats. Depending on what's to come ahead of the midterms, Taylor says any political momentum could still change. Jesse Degollado, KSAT 12 News. All right, let's shift gears now and talk about your money. There may be some promising news for your wallet. Inflation is slowing down. That is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. July's consumer prices went up 8.5% year-to-year compared to 9.1% in June. Investors noticed all three major indices closed with gains today. The S&P hit a three-month high. Meanwhile, the inflation report also shows grocery prices have jumped 13% over the last year. Several factors are to blame, including the war in Ukraine, a drought in Brazil, a deadly avian flu here in the U.S., and higher labor and fuel costs. Well, fuel prices continue to drop. Gas Buddy says the national average for a gallon of unleaded is $3.96. That is down more than a dollar since hitting its peak in June. I do believe, for now at least, that the national average will continue to decline. We'll probably go down another 10, maybe 25 cents a gallon over the next couple of weeks. 
And here in San Antonio, prices have, at the pump have dropped 72 cents since last month. Analysts say less demand from drivers and lower oil costs are the main factors for the prices sliding. And the cost of another monthly bill is about to go up. Tonight on the Night Beat, when and why you can expect to pay more for your phone line, plus new changes on vaccinations for monkeypox, the efforts to make the vaccine more widely available, and as cases continue to rise, and a new safety initiative at Kamal ISD, how the district is teaming up with the sheriff's department to bring in more security for schools. But before we go, ESPN caught the moment a little league pitcher from Texas hit an Oklahoma player at the bat in the head. But everyone was surprised when the batter stopped to comfort that pitcher who says it was an accident. I threw really fast because I was, thought I was going to strike him out. And the ball, it went like this and it curved out that way. Kenny Shelton and his little league team uh, play for the Perlin uh, team. They won the game and are now headed to the Little League World Series. But it is that moment right there of sportsmanship that has the internet talking. Well, on that note, have a wonderful night. We'll see you back here on KSET's 9 at Night tomorrow.